It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello and welcome back to That Josh James Show with me, stand-up comedian, Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my producer, the Italian stallion, Salvatore Bacconi. What's happening, Big Sal? Easy. How are you doing? You right? Yeah, I'm very good. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, it took us a little while to set up today, didn't it? It did, yeah. A little bit slow today, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah. so but I was on time, so it's all balanced on... out, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Usually a bit late, now. I'm usually late. Yeah, I was. Um, I was listening to some R and B songs in the car on the way here. Yeah, was having, having a good time. Uh, I'm sprung by T Pain. Nice. Some like classic. You know the ones that we we'll probably listened to when we were in school. The ones that you like, 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 like lose your virginity to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I haven't lost my virginity yet, so no, um, of course you've not. So yeah, no, um, yeah. You know what came on shuffle? Um, uh, fuck you, you hoe. I don't want mm. you back. Yeah, don't like that song. Terrible song. Are they it? Italian? I feel like they, they look a bit, they do look a bit. What? Eamon? No, he was like, uh, he was like Central American or something. Right. Like One that was sort of the same, innit? Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, what's been happening anyway? Not much, mate. Not much. Uh, yeah, just uh, had our first comedy at the ball on Wednesday. Yeah, good. Jeff Innocent headline. Yeah, that was good. Lovely. Yeah. Tickets going well for the next one. Yeah, you know what? We're already sold out half, so... Really? Yeah, well, that's that's what happens when you the, have... It's the Josh James effect. <laughs> Get the big names in, mate. <laughs> what can yeah. I say? You sell out pubs in Wanstead. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've had... I know it's your fans as well, because a few people have messaged me, like, can I bring gear in? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, dr- what's the drugs policy? What the toilet's like? Are <laughs> oh, there flat surfaces in the toilet? Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, a big shout out as well to one of the listeners of this podcast, matey boy that messaged you with quite yeah. a touching message. Yeah, Ant, uh, I believe his name was. Anthony? Is that yeah. short for Anthony? I imagine so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just said, you know, he was he's, he's really enjoying the podcast at the moment and uh, helps him get through the week. We've had a few messages like that, actually. People saying like that, you know, the podcast helps their week go a bit quick. I've had a couple of people messaging me saying, I listen to every podcast like twice, you know, I listen mm. to ones that, when it comes out once later in the week. Yeah. So, you know, it's nice that people were connecting. It. Yeah, that's it. I'm glad we can bring a bit of happiness to the, you know, to some people's lives. Exactly. In yeah. this world of misery. Exactly. Yeah. But no, but yeah, apart from that, not much been going on. Just gigging. How have you been? How's your week been? Good. Yeah. Great. Been in Nottingham this week, which was fucking lovely. Mm. Nottingham Playhouse. Like about 800 people. Uh, yeah. Lovely, man. And, um, Meet people after at the meet and greet, just spot on, just people lovely. Yeah, just wicked, mate. I'm just uh can't complain. I'm fucking living the dream to some respect, you know. Has that been one of your favourite spots so far? Yeah, just I just like doing uh doing the big theatres, you know, and these uh Bubberton days um that audience are lovely. And I've just been loving it, mate, and just having a lovely time. And um yeah, I went and done a went and done another couple of gigs midweek. I've done one in Brixton on Tuesday in just like, it's like a small like club night, really. And it's hard to get up for it, to be honest. Mm. Sounds a bit snobby, doesn't it? But it's like, it, it's, you know, once you have a taste of doing those bigger venues, um, yeah, it can be hard to, to get up for it. But, you know. We were saying before about um, what the ideal amount of people 
do you reckon is to yeah theater theater like uh, Hammersmith Apollo or a Hackney Empire something of that size mm. size would be lovely really you reckon anything bigger than that gets a bit well the O2 you know you go to the O2 it's it's a great night out for people and it's a bit you know it's great to say you've done the O2 but it's not great for comedy you know mm. you're watching the geezer on the screen at the end of the day yeah you know what I mean you're just yeah. watching the screen um, but yeah you know it's like boxing isn't it it's oh, much, it's definitely like boxing. Yeah, yeah. It's much more entertaining watching two people have a punch up in a car park yeah. than it is watching people do it on the screen in a mm. big stadium. You know? Yeah, like the gypsies and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, but that is the most entertaining. Oh, they it's call like it the bare knuckle fight. So, the gypsy. Uh, you watch a lot of them gypsy videos. I used to watch a, a fair bit. Like, I mean, uh, have you ever seen that? Um, I think it's called. There's a documentary on Channel Four years ago about. Um, gypsy fight culture mm. it's the fucking bollocks if you ever get a chance i think it's called knuckle knuckle i think i watched it on netflix yeah and they call each other out yeah yeah and they and they just basically follow them around for like months. i was thinking about doing a sketch actually of like being like a gypsy and like calling someone out and then i'm like to be fair if they don't really go for it they're not the <laughs> fucking group of people that you want you know what I mean? I was actually thinking of doing a similar sketch. Yeah. Where, but like a gypsy call out, but he calls out like a restaurant where he's had a bad meal. Oh, really? I, I, I was going to hit it straight <laughs> on the nose, mate. I was, was going to just start calling people out, mate. Like fucking I'm a, I'm real, a, real gypsies. <laughs> like, you know, Donegans, you know. Yeah. I put it to you, old Flannity. Yeah, mate, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. It is very entertaining. They're like the original, like... Um, well, it's a press conference, isn't it, in a way? They're like the original fucking rap videos, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you used to have the videos like Skepta and that, uh, what's it called, Practice Hours and, like, SBTV, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just on their estate, like, spitting bars. Risky Really, roads. the gypsies done that first, yeah. <laughs> just without any sort of flow or... <laughs> anything that made sense basically you know what there, I mean there was no art attached to it there was no music but the art of fighting <laughs> the art of fighting the yeah, art of could, fighting you could argue yeah but I've watched some great ones like proper I mean yeah you think God, these are that's a mad old mad old culture in it you know yeah yeah it's um, I mean there was a big trend for a while wasn't there on TV of just like gypsy documentaries I mean Channel 4 used to love it, my big, big fat, fat gypsy, gypsy wedding, wedding yeah. yeah like um, and then they there was like loads of little spin-offs of yeah that. like uh, The Only Way is Essex um, <laughs> yeah lots of ones um, yeah like the and that, those were mad because it was like the first time you got a real insight into, cause I grew up in an area where like there were like traveller sites nearby and like um, a lot of like You'd sort of come into communication with gypsies on an occasional Communication, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, they'd come up to you and uh, just basically like, I mean, it happened a couple of times when we were younger. If you, you'd be shit scared. Mm. You would be absolutely shit scared. I've got over that a bit now, but when I was younger, yeah. if I ever heard like a traveller in and around me, I just would fucking, my arse, I would go. Yeah. Because, yeah. Just, just... They're just, a lot of travellers... I mean, it's big generalisation. I hope, you know, we've got some traveller listeners that love it, you know. Um, but some of them are fucking lawless. Yeah. They do not give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... They don't pay council tax. I mean, <laughs> these guys are fucking wild. Yeah, I think... It's great that they've just plotted up somewhere. Yeah. And they're just like, no, we're not paying council. No, 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 we're not doing that. And, think... and, then, and the government's just like, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. part of your culture. <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I think because they're such like an isolated, like independent. Yeah, community. well, they're they're as scared as we are, probably. Of of like, uh, I I think I think of getting killed. Yeah, 
I think, yeah, I think there's a, a community that's faced a lot of persecution over the centuries. You know, travellers. Yeah. I would say, actually, like stigma towards the traveller community is probably like, has been like the last accepted stigma. Like as in yeah. people all knock them, you know, like this and that. Um, but as well, they're, you know, that they they can be a law unto themselves. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's an interesting one where you just sort of like, th- there's no other really community in the UK that kind of, uh, maybe, maybe we're getting into <laughs> murky, murky waters. But maybe like, you know, like there, I saw a big thing recently about um, the Hasidic Jewish community in like Stoke Newington and like around that kind of area. They've come under a lot of um, fire recently because they were saying how the schools in those areas, because the the government kind of just let them get on with it and mm. like, let them teach in their own way and stuff like that. They were saying like a lot of loads of like stuff that would violate any normal kind of um, would violate any normal kind of practice in a normal kind of irregular kind of comprehensive school is going on behind closed doors and like a big investigation is like taking place just to find out whether what are they teaching them? This is like a Times investigation. Um, investigation reveals a loophole that condemns thousands of North London teenagers to remain in a secluded ultra orthodox world, where the um, some of the pupils are bare, barely able to read or write. Um, and I, I, yeah, I guess they're just sort of like doing things kind of their what own. What are they fucking doing if they can't read and write? What are they just doing all PE lessons in that? I think it's just heavily based on the religion, really, and like that kind of side of things. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been like a bit bit of a scandal recently. Do you know what I love is when the clash of cultures comes together. Like I showed you that video, didn't I? Of when like all the Jews are moving to Canvey. Yeah. And then they're interviewing some of the like the local Canveyites. Like mm. proper like old school Brexiteers, and they're like, you know, what do you think of them? And then this one lady, bless her, she's like, oh, you know, I don't mind like around there, you know. And then she's talking to her mum, and she's like, oh yeah, but you know, I feel sorry for them. You know, the Germans, they, they was horrible to the Jews, <laughs> weren't they? Point. It was gypsies as well. Yeah, they, they was horrible to, to the gypsies. Oh. Please put your phone on silent while we're recording. I shouldn't. Shouldn't have to tell you, Salvatore. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, I mean, gypsies. I think like millions of them were like killed in the during during the during the Holocaust as well. Really? Yeah. But they don't get spoken about. It doesn't get spoken about as much. But again, it's because it's a community that I think people often kind of just resent. Sort of, yeah, resent yeah. and ignore. Um, it says here, mate. Some of the gypsy birds, though, are fucking fit. Have you seen them? <laughs> When they're all doled up to the nines, where in the it's uh, it's, Mate, fu- it's funny when you watch that. Uh, like, I mean, they're, they're probably definitely more my type, you know, like <laughs> yeah. caked in makeup, yeah. big extensions. But I look at some of them, I'm like, they look, oh, they look like yeah, brat- I could, I could live in a caravan for you, no problem. <laughs> they look like brats dolls, uh, yeah, I love that. Them. Yeah, it's just so much break. No, back in the day with the big fat gypsy wedding things you used to see like some of the wedding dresses they'd wear yeah and it'd be like some fucking huge like you know like the train would go on for like 20 meters and stuff like and they're just they just they look like barbie dolls like a lot mm. of them like. yes yeah, hot <laughs> um and they get married at like 14 yeah they get married bare young and the grabbing thing yeah yeah like it's just like you'd be on dance but they'd be on a dance where they just grab a girl yeah yeah it's like sexual assault basically yeah yeah <laughs> 
But listen, it's their culture, you know? <laughs> the way to judge. The way to judge. You know, but yeah, it's this mad, mad old thing, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, any travellers in, any travellers in, any travellers listening. Actually, there's one traveller boy who follows me, always messages me. Hmm. And he's like, oh, you crap me up, blah, blah, blah. I'd like to get a traveller on, actually. Yeah. Just to ask him. Find out about the culture. I bit. would love that. I'll tell you what, note be, that down. I'll be up for that. Because I would love to... Um, to get a traveller on for sure, ask them about the culture. I'm sure we could get like quite a, you know, um, a well-known traveller, maybe like a traveller influencer if they're... There's that young kid in there, what's his name? Alfie Best, I think. His dad was very well off and I think he owns a car- few caravan parks and he's pretty, he's a young guy and he's he's very successful in his own right. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe we'll, he could get, we could get him on there. We'll or get... just any traveller really. <laughs> just will take anyone. Yeah, anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that, because it would be maybe we could record it in a caravan, and then go and do a little There's tour. It's a tr- young traveller boy keeps on knocking on the front door. He wants to take up the, the the ferns in the middle, in the front of the drive. He's knocked on about three times. He looks about seven, right? And he's got like <laughs> little moustache that he needs to shave. He wears jogger bottoms and then Chelsea boots, and he's like comes. He goes, ah, hello. Um, he goes, I, I I knocked on the door the other day, and uh, your wife was here. And uh, and I was like, oh yeah, mate, we're not, we don't need anything. When we do, we got you leaflet. We give you a bell, uh, but we're we're just gonna wait till we do the drive first, mate. There's no point taking up yet. And he just went, oh yeah, but the but the dead fern, and then didn't say anything. And it was like pause for like twenty seconds. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, don't worry, mate. We're like he didn't really have great communication skills. Mm. You know what I mean? But I felt really sorry for him. Maybe it was just negotiation tactics. You know, sometimes yeah. they say like, you know, just if you leave a pause when you're negotiating, then the yeah. other person feels compelled to be like, yeah. oh yeah, go on it, just to break the awkward silence. Yeah, but he was just obsessed with this dead fern. <laughs> I'm like, mate, you can just take it if you want. Like, I don't know if he wants to take it and sell it. I don't know. But... Um, you're not going to get much with dead fern. In fact, <laughs> if he knocks again, I'll say, mate, fucking come, come in here. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Come in here, sit yourself down. I'll let you do the front. But first, give me an hour of your time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'll probably make him shave the moustache off. There'd be some just fucking long But pauses. bless him, he, he, yeah, it was uh, it was a strange interaction, to be honest. It's strange for you to meet someone who's bad at communicating as you are. Mate, orally, I'm very, very good. You know that. You know. Don't, don't clip that up. But I am. But I am. I am very good, orally. Um you know, uh, but you yeah, might be your wife's a lucky lady. What can I it say? Might, it might, it might be, um, it might be the blind bleeding and blind in that conversation. But yeah, definitely travellers on the hit list. Yeah, of getting on a podcast. Not I'm going to fucking <laughs> take one out. I don't think you could, mate. Oh no, mate. Yeah, I'd be fucked. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah. So Norwich was good then. Norwich, Norwich Playhouse was good. Nottingham, Nottingham. Sorry, yeah. that's all the fucking saying to me. Mm. Uh, Nottingham was good. One of your one of your favourites so far, you reckon? Yeah, definitely one of the favourites so far, mate. Yeah. Nice. Did you see the Jake Paul and Tommy Fury fight? No interest in that. Didn't you watch it at all? No interest. I watched it live actually, just by chance. Do really. you know what? You're I, the I just, sort of I person. Just, I just happened to be up. And you're I was the like... sort of person that's ruining <laughs> fucking boxing. You are. <laughs> Why am I? What a load of shit that is. It was a poor fight. What a load of shit. I mean, how embarrassing. Jake Paul, fucking year ago, he's calling out Canelo. I mean, that fight, I mean, Tommy Fury, bless him. I know he comes from the Fury family and I don't think he's going to be achieving titles in in actual the traditional boxing ranks. So actually, 
he's right to cash in and fight him and maybe fight the other one. Who's the other one? K K I or KSI. KSI. Mm. Um, you know, those are the fights for him. Cause I, I mean, I, I saw a couple of clips, like highlights. It's a terrible standard. Like yeah. just, just absolutely terrible. So, Jake Paul is absolutely deluded how he thinks he's, you know, actually I mean he's not bad, he's not a bad boxer for a for, he's for not a bad, novice. But some of some of his some of his punches, he just like wild swings. Wild Ooh. swings, and you're like, what are you doing? Like yeah. form's completely off. Like I think by giving me his Jews, it looks like he's got a bit of power, but yeah. nah, mate, I've got no time for that shit. Like just no time. And then after Tommy Fury's holding up a belt, it's like, yeah, it's a bit what, of, it's a bit what is going on? He was celebrating like he'd won, like he'd unified the belts or something like it. But was... I'm glad Tommy won. But um, to be honest, mate, all that YouTube stuff is a load of shit. And, um, and it's just, it's so disrespectful to actually like proper boxers. That... I, I think, I think there is a possibility though. I think there is a possibility that it could bring more people to the, the proper boxing. You no, know because I mean? all people that watch it are fucking numpties. They're not. I think like, look, like if it, if it converts like 10% of people who come over from all that YouTube shit to be like, I actually box it, the, the sport of boxing, proper boxers. But how about the percentage of people that are put off by boxing now? Because fucking they're absolutely bastardizing it. No, well, the people who, I don't think people would be put off by it. I think people who aren't into boxing just aren't into boxing. They're not going to go, that whether YouTube was boxing or not isn't, isn't going to make a massive difference to them. But like, I do think, like Hearn said it, you know, like he said, like, look, if it can bring people over. It's like, um, you know, when like the big house, like the deep house started making like a big fucking mm. comeback in like the early 2010s or whatever. They had an interview with Carl Cox and he said, what do you think of all this EDM music they're playing in America? Like, the, you know, the, like when that sort of like shitty, shitty bro step and all that yeah. sort of stuff, like all the, all the like kind of sort of Americanized version of like electronic music was coming out. What do you think of it? Cause loads of DJs were slagging it off and Carl Cox was like, look, if that's what it takes for certain people to get into the scene as a whole, then I don't mind because it's bringing people over to something that they may have no had no interest in otherwise, and then maybe they might start listening to a bit of minimal house, bit of tech, bit of deep house, bit of this, bit of that, and then it goes. Then their like horizons are broadened a little bit, and I feel like it's kind of similar with this, don't you think? Like, can it can bring people over and make people think? Well, actually, you know, I, I want to go and watch a proper fight now. I want to go and, or I want to go and box myself, you know. And Maybe, then, but I just got no interest in never watching a a, a YouTube event or mm. um I mean that's the biggest one is because the it? standards and, low for you, is that what it is? The the standards low and also I just I just feel like it really you know, it's a bit like almost like with a comedy thing, it's like, you know, stand up is the legit mm. that's comedy. Mm. They're comedians you do stand-up comedy to a good level you're a stand-up comedian you know don't be telling me just because someone uploads a few videos that people find funny online then mm. that makes them a comedian yeah because it, it don't really no. you know what i mean they'll give them their dues they're an entertainer and what they do online is 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 funny but you to be called a comedian you know mm. you've got to be able to do it up on 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 stage you know yeah. and i just feel like it um yeah, I just think it dilutes dilutes boxing a bit. And I suppose why I've got a bit of bee in my bonnet um, is because all the, the sort of channels I like on YouTube and stuff like that, like usually I like watching all the interviews on like IFL, Boxing Social. And I'm scrolling through these videos now and there's all fucking 
Who's that? Who's, that's all YouTube shit. Mm. I don't want to see fucking YouTube interviews. But, um, you know, listen, whatever. People follow the money though, innit? That's what it boils down to at the end People of the day. Are, oh, fickle. This week's episode is sponsored by the one and only Kettle Club. Kettle Club is one of the UK's best luxury watch dealers stocking the finest timepieces in the country. From Rollies to Patiks to Cartier's, if you're thinking of treating yourself or a loved one with something special, then you need to get onto Kettle Club. I know these guys personally, and not only do they run a fantastic business, but they're also genuinely great blokes. I've also bought uh, jewellery and watches off them in the past. So they are Josh James certified. Give them a follow on Instagram at kettle underscore club or check out their website, kettleclub.co.uk. You can also visit them in their Liverpool Street store located just next to the Anders Hotel by Liverpool Street Station. Not only do they sell watches, they also buy part exchange and offer a polishing service. Listeners of That Josh James Show can receive 15% off of polishing services when you quote That Josh James Show on your inquiry. So if you want to make that kettle looking brand new again, get onto them. You get 15% off if you're a listener of this podcast. That offer is brand dependent. So guys, go check them out. And a big thanks to Kettle Club for joining the journey, joining the team and for sponsoring the podcast. Did you see uh, Grimsby Town got in trouble this week? No. Uh, so they beat um, they beat Southampton in the FA Cup, and they posted a uh, a tweet right um, after you know after the game of uh, Harvey Price, Katie Price's son, and it was just a meme really because you know there's like, a few little. Uh, sort of memes about him. Oh, this don't sound good. It doesn't sound good, but I don't think I actually don't think it's that bad. So they a lot of people have been using Harvard Price memes in a like celebratory way. So oh, he's a big boy. So this is obviously you wouldn't want to fucking punch off him, would you? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Actually, I'd watch that YouTube boxing. <laughs> him versus Alex Reed. <laughs> Because you imagine that how much we mate, imagine that we'd be fucking right behind Harvey Price, wouldn't we? I'd be like, fucking go on, Harvey. Or just uh, or who would he be good matchup with? Him versus like Matt Hancock or something would be a great fight. <laughs> that would be a great fight because you know, um let's make that happen. Eddie, if you're listening, Harvey Price versus Matt Hancock. <laughs> But imagine he'd be like Rocky, wouldn't he? We'd all be behind Harvey. Yeah, everyone would be. Back what would be it. his entrance tune? <laughs> <laughs> so what would it be? Uh, it would be come out to the Rocky theme tune, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, da, da, it. Da. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know if he could, because I think he's blind, doesn't he? Uh, I think he's got. He's, I think he might have a bit of a problem with his vision. Yeah, we'd have to put him up against someone blind then. Yeah. You know any blind people? I thought we could find some, I'm sure. Yeah, who like famous blind people? Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite a good matchup. So Grimsby Town, basically, they posted this tweet after they beat Southampton. And this is all it was, right? Oh, what a day. I know, it's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> they that. Oh. And they got a huge backlash off it and they had to take uh, it down and they got their, their social guy got in trouble. Can and you that. play that again? <laughs> I mean, that, the thing is, I watched that 
And I just think Harvey's such a character. I like, I like, I like watching Harvey because he, he's a, he's just, he's so like, uh, what's the word? Innocent. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, like earnest, you know. Yeah, it's uh, quite, earnest. It's, it's exactly. Quite, it's quite earnest. Yeah. Earnest. Yeah. Yeah. I'll play that again. Oh, what a day! <laughs> I know it's all a bit much, isn't it? He's a legend. So Harvey's but, a legend. And like, I kind of think I feel like I don't think it's that bad that they posted that. To be honest, I don't know why someone's got in trouble because. Um, they, and they issued an apology and everything. So uh, it says here, but Jordan Katie Price must know that like she's she's putting him out there filming him. Like she's part of his content, or her but content. I don't. He's think part that, of her content. I don't Eva. think that's making fun of him though. You know what I mean? I feel like that, that's in the. Like, I feel pro- like that's celebrating him yeah, a bit. Yeah, I think it's just like it's just a funny kind of like he's it's just a funny delivery of like what he said. Yeah, in the same way that like the Mourinho. Uh, um, if I talk, then I am in big, big trouble. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just yeah. a funny moment. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? like, and it's just that's what a meme becomes, isn't it? It's just like yeah. funny delivery of something. <laughs> so they put that out, and then um, someone said like people started complaining on uh, Twitter saying, "Oh, taking the piss out of disabled people after they win, what a rotten club," and all this sort of stuff. It's just like. I don't really think you can say that. That's that's. I mean, what's listen, listen, listen. I think. Do a smart thing is, is to is, if you're Maybe, a football if you're, cup, don't post don't stick that up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with you. Maybe it's it's you know it's, it's not the smartest of moves to maybe put something because it's going to obviously make people think you know like sit, take it the wrong way or whatever. But it's not like it's not it's not bad. It's a, it's but not at bully, what point is bullying. it like like you said like that Mourinho clip or other memes like you you could be enjoying that right? And you're not necessarily laughing. You're not laughing at Harvey, like his disability. You're laughing because he's saying it in a funny delivery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what a day. Like, we all say that, don't <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. We all say that. And what I think's funny is you wouldn't expect Harvey to come out with that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why that's why it's that's nice to watch it's, because you're like, oh, that's 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 funny. I'm not laughing at that because of his disability. I'm yeah. laughing at that because I'm thinking, oh, I wouldn't expect Harvey Price to say that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like. We all we all come out with that, don't we? And that that I that's why I enjoyed that clip. It's yeah. It's it, they said that we wholeheartedly apologise for any offence caused. Um, we are absolutely delighted to reach quarterfinals. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, they just they they basically just said, you know, the poster was, was removed this morning as soon as we were made aware. <laughs> that's it's the funny thing, isn't it? Like is you know like if someone doesn't complain, someone doesn't complain about that, that kind of just passes it by. And I think a lot of like. Twitter pages and social media pages for clubs and all different types of companies and businesses. They're trying to be a little bit funny, a little bit warm, yeah. you know, like you get a bit of engagement. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe, maybe next time you just, you, maybe you, they'll have to use a different one. Who's, who's the footballer that people say that Harvey looks like? Well, his dad's Dwight York. Dwight York, yeah, but people say he looks like Troy Deeney. Troy Deeney. Oh, he does a good bit. He like does Troy a little bit like Troy Deeney. Yeah, doesn't he? I can see that. Dwight, uh, yeah, Dwight York. He's just not interested, is yeah, he? Yeah, uh, Dwight York. Yeah, Dwight York doesn't. He's not interested at all. Yeah, um, that's whenever I see him in, as a pundit, I'm just like, come on, man, like. Yeah, it's fucked, isn't it? Same with Eddie Murphy and uh, Mel B's kid. Is Mel B's? They got a kid together. Oh, okay, but is is their kid disabled at all? No, 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 he just wanted nothing to do with it. Oh, know? really? Mm, yeah. So, That's a shame. I mean, he's got loads of kids as well. He's got loads he's of kids, got yeah. Kids or something like that. Um, yeah, I've, 
slightly related to this, have you seen Katie Price has had another boob job? Someone actually yeah. wanted us to talk about this. On the I've podcast. seen a picture actually of her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not really. They're nice. massive, aren't they? They are because I think They've she went down big. and she went. She's gone big again. I don't know how many uh, boob jobs she's had, but it's. Uh, hold on, let's find out. Oh mate, I loved her when she was younger. She was stunning. She uh, was gorgeous, and then just all this cosmetic surgery really. Yeah. Very cheeky as well. You know what I mean. Her sixteenth, uh, I think sixteenth boob job. It was. Let's have a look at them. Um. <laughs> I think I've seen the picture, but so uh, they're like ridiculously big, aren't they? So that is, oh no! Wow, she's gone massive. That's it's kind of it's just a it's just ridiculous that isn't it? Like it's just too. She's I mean, troubled, isn't she? This girl. Yeah, play along at home if you want. Just Google um, Katie Price latest boob job. They, they are ridiculously big. That's kind of getting to the point now where you know where you see those ones that are just like women are trying to break a record for like. Well, I think I, I don't know whether it's sort of uh, like just trying to get just a bit more tension again. You know. Yeah, she's got like an OnlyFans that she sort of like lives off now. I oh, think. okay. Um, Does she do all the filth on there? I don't know uh, what she what kind of content she does. It's probably just like I don't think it's anything too hardcore. Yeah. But um, but she probably got her tits out and stuff. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, like it's hard not to. They're fucking huge. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. That's her in Thailand. I mean, yeah. It's, it's... I, I I quite like Katie Price though. Like whenever I've watched her, like I um I, I like like as in. She she's obviously been for a lot with her son, and um, I think she strikes me as I don't know. She seems obviously. I mean, I I think anyone who's lived a life like she has, you know, I feel like she seems like there's a lot of maybe pain underneath it, or a little bit of trauma that's not been processed because I don't know. Like it's just a really unusual. Maybe she's just a highly sexual person. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, but even everything like that, to be so exposing in the public and to want maybe that attention or. But that's been her life. That's been her life for years, isn't it? You know, that's how she earns her money. It's a horrible way to make your living, being just a reality. I'm sure we said this before, but it's a horrible way to make your living, isn't it? You know, just as like, yeah, just your your almost the way you make your money is just by revealing every facet of your life. I couldn't think of anything worse. Back then, it was just like the camera crew would follow you around for like a couple months. But now it's like people have their phone in their hands and they're like, I'm waking up, I'm doing this, I'm taking There's a There's some shit. great reality shows out there though. One of the ones I like is The Family Diaries. Uh, Greg Shepard, Billy Fez, Billy Shepard, even though she's called now because they're married. Well, I like that one. And it's just them about their family life and I enjoy that and they're funny. You know, Greg's very funny and it's not like, you know, it's not, uh, I mean, Billy does modelling or whatever, she does, but she's not like a glamour model, you know. That's 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 good telly. Is it, I imagine ITVB is on a lot in your house. Yeah, yeah, fair bit. But that's the main that's the main one I watch. Really, is the family the Family Diaries. Actually, is the only one of them ones I watch because they're very nice down to earth and they've done really well for themselves. You know. Do you think there's a element if if you weren't from Essex, you wouldn't watch any of those sort of things? Um, Do you think there's a kind of like it's almost like supporting your local team? A little bit like that because they live in Brentwood. Um, hmm. It's a little bit like that. I like the fact that they're they're local, but. Um, 
I think someone of my sort of, how do I put it? <laughs> level of intelligence are drawn to shows like that, you know? Um, like, I, I do, you know, I do like, do like it. What do you think it is about reality shows that uh, certain people are drawn to? It's just simple, isn't it? It's just simple. It's, it's easy not, to digest. But listen, you know me as well. I'm also, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> I'm also into like the very intellectual shit as well. Yeah. Which you know I am. Yeah. Like uh, Geordie Shaw, stuff like that. Like, But you know I can sit down and I'll watch, um, what, watch this film the other day. Banshees of Inserin or something. Oh yeah, I watched that the other week. It's good, yeah. isn't it? Banshees of Inisherin. Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> really good. Really and good. you and if if you just spoke to me just off the street, you'd think, oh, he's not into that sort of thing. I love that shit. Yeah. I love the way that the the shots are set up. I love like the hidden meanings. It's a great film. Like the old girl that's always on the hill. Like mm. she's sort of like I think maybe she like represents death or yeah. whatever. You know, I love all these sort of little underlining tones you know yeah, you know I'm, themes and yeah. yeah i love all that shit but then also love the dumb shit yeah you know but banshees of inner sharon was a really good film if you haven't seen it um great film colin farrell and brendan gleason yeah uh, and i'll just give you the top line they're basically two friends who like for their whole lives pretty much gone to the pub every night and drunk and then one day one of them doesn't want to be friends with the other one and that's that's just kind of that's the, how the film kind of starts Cool. And because he wants to achieve greatness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's really good. If you've. Uh, uh, that might be one of the reasons I finish our friendship one day. I just want to let you know. <laughs> I might have to leave you behind one day. I think it might be the other way around. Uh, well, I, don't... <laughs> I might think, listen, I know. That's true, actually. He basically wants us not knocking about with him because he's like, you're thick as shit. <laughs> and I want to actually achieve something in my life. Um, and you're fucking holding me back basically <laughs> so yeah it probably would be other way around but um, yeah um, it's a great film have you ever seen uh, The Guard it's, a, it's the same director Martin McDonough um, I think it's Martin McDonough uh, and it's got Brendan Gleeson in it as well but, great, uh, great actor yeah Brendan Gleeson and Don Cheadle you know Don Cheadle no Don Cheadle's the one in Ocean's Eleven, the black guys. Bees and honey, money. Oh, well, you've got a terrible English accent. Yeah, he's got he? a bad Cockney accent. Yeah. We're going to be in big fucking Barney. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah, like, I forgot about him, actually. Barney Rubble. Trouble. You he's just think, so... get a fucking, like, we got. Just get an English accent. Mate, we've got a load of blacks over here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we got some sick black guys over here. Yeah, I mean, back then, like, it's so weird. They would just be like, oh no, we'll just get an American guy to do a really shit English accent. Mate, Idris Elba. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stick. Mate, we, we honestly, we got so many great black British actors. In fact, I watched something the other day. Uh, Jimmy Akinbola. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy so Akinbola, great yeah. actor. Yeah. And he's going to be the new butler in the new Fresh Prince or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's already, it's already. It's already out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was now a documentary about him. He grew up in care mm. and it was really interesting um, because he was adopted by a white family in, in the East End. Oh, really? Yeah, really, really interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, like grew up like in the, in this white family. Like his mum is like, obviously not his biological mum, but uh, his mum that raised him, like proper East Ender. Mm. And it's like, you're like, wow. Like, And he's quite, you know, obviously he's an actor now. He's, he's quite, you know, articulate, well-spoken. well-spoken, isn't um, he? Yeah. 
and like he goes to see his mum who's like this real cockney you know and and they spoke a lot about you know a lot of the comments that she would get you know when raising him because he's with this all white family um a, re a really interesting one he's uh he won his brother who's a white guy who i think is like the the biological son of his mum that raised him mm. west Ham fans mm. right and he said uh, he always used to get a hard time from this group of boys. And then one day he's over West Ham and Cass Pennant called him over. Oh, now, you yeah. know, Cass Pennant's yeah, one yeah. of the ICF top boys, black guy who also, funnily enough, was raised by a white family, mm. was fostered by a white family. And um, these guys that bullied him were standing sort of in earshot of Cass. And he called this guy over. He's like, mate, come over here. He's like, oh, he goes, yeah, he goes, um, your family foster a, like, a young black boy. And he goes, yeah. He goes, that's fucking brilliant, that is. And then um, he was like, like on his way. And he said, those boys never said a word to him yeah. that day following, you know. Um, nice. I, I enjoyed that film, actually, Cass. Yes. About Cass Pennant's film. That's one of the good football violence films, I think, because there's a bit more to it, you know. It's got a bit more depth. It's got a bit more depth, yeah. Cass Pennant, actually, would be a great person to get on a podcast. Yeah. That might be someone that you could reach out to, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, definitely, yeah. But it's just that's just really, really interesting. But yeah, Banshees of Inishirin, very good film. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Uh, the Guard, though, Martin McDonough, mm. Brendan Gleeson, who's in Banshees of Inishirin, and Don Cheadle. Uh, Brendan Gleeson's character plays uh, like an Irish copper, like a guarder, and... Don Cheadle comes over from the FBI in America mm. and they're trying to, he helps him like on a big drug bust. And right. it's just about like sort of good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Mm. But it's really sort of clever, well done. His, his films all similar sort of tone, that kind of like dark humour. Like, Love that. Yeah. So That's good. me all over. Like I said, I'm, you know, I'm, you are cultural. I'm lowbrow and I'm highbrow. <laughs> you know, I'm that, I'm that. I've got multiple brows. It's... I'm that, I'm that, right? And I'm that. <laughs> I'm that. And I'm that. If you can't, obviously you're listening to the podcast, I'm pushing my brows low down and then putting them up because yeah. that's low brow and high brow. Yeah. This particular moment is a low brow yeah, moment yeah, yeah. of the, yeah. the podcast. But you've got to explain it because some people listening to this podcast are <laughs> thick as <laughs> shit. The, no, this is something we spoke about on the phone right. the other day. You, can I just say, <laughs> hold on, hold on. you're before a fucking we, nonce. Before we get into no, this. No, 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 you're a pervert. Before we get into this. Okay. Did you watch the video? I haven't watched it yet. That's why I want to say Right, it. okay. Right, okay. So, okay. So I no, no, I just want to give a bit of context because okay. just in case we need to check your hard drive. Um, <laughs> it's right there. So, um, obviously, there's this, there was this video going around of um, basically mums taking their kids to see a drag act it's now, called cabba baba ray right right so they're the wearing festival. a lot more clothes there than right okay is it the she's not uh, right no, i'm sorry i'm sorry it's at the vault festival at the moment they've had to cancel their next show actually because of the backlash um but basically what essentially what it was is listen can i just say before i get started right i, I would all be i was brought up on lily savage lily savage was a fucking bollocks <laughs> i love drag acts and in fact, I'd take my kids to see it. I'd definitely take my kids to see a drag act show, right? Where mm. they're having a laugh, whatever. Mm. But with their fucking clothes, well and truly on, right? Mm. And not doing any any sexual stuff. Again, I haven't seen the video yet. I wanted to watch it on the podcast to sort of make a judgment on the situation. Yeah. But basically, essentially, if you haven't heard this story, 
there's this show, Drag Act Show, for where mums can bring their babies. Oh, mate, these mums. Is this on like Daily Mail or something? This is on Daily Mail. Oh, yeah. mate, they've been <laughs> they're literally all over it. So the I love how it's all like real, you can tell, just like white middle class mums. Uh, there's a black woman there. She looks mixed race. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a certain type of, you know, person with liberal sensibilities is going to go to this. Essentially, it was a drag act show for children, but it wasn't just like drag. It was like burlesque and cabaret and that sort of stuff. So, um, so yeah, Cabba Baba Rapes, like Cabba, short for cabaret. And it's, it received, they, a video started going viral. Now, I haven't seen this video, so I'm going to watch this for watch the it first, and just... first time. But essentially... This video that and, and I'll sort of describe it to people who haven't watched it. And for and, and for the record, my beef is not with drag acts. I love I love a drag act. And like I said, I'd definitely take my kids to go see a drag act if they was doing like normal drag acts like where they're just having a bit of fun, having a laugh, you know, having their clothes on or whatever. But they've all got their kit off and it's all very sexual and it's almost a bit like B but what's it, BDSM? But what I loved about this is instantly you your default setting Right. Was to go against whatever you said. Was was just to de- <laughs> was to defend them. So Well, okay, so I'm watching it here. Right. Has it got no sound on this? So what's basically happening is <clears throat> So Matt Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. You can see you're gonna defend that. You're gonna defend that. You can see the geese's cock. <laughs> you can see his cock. Or he might be... Tra- is he trans? Maybe he's got a um, pair of tits as well. Okay, so basically what I'm watching here is like a man suspended from the ceiling in kind of BDSM type gear. He's wearing heels um, and he's just doing sort of acrobatics really, basically. Right, this is the one I've got a big issue with. So this is the one you've got an issue with. Okay, so man basically naked wearing a thong uh, and stilettos and he's upside down. And- but I think, he's got, I think he's got a pair of tits. I think he's got like some... I think in that photo we saw he's got, I mean, that is. That's a man. Okay. And that's. um, That's too much, isn't it? That's a man who's basically stripped down from like a bunch of drag. I mean, I'm going to say this. It's for me, if it's just babies there, right. If it was just babies, who's not really going to remember anything. And I think like, I can kind of see it, but on the thing, it says zero to five years old. I wouldn't want, you wouldn't want a kid above the age of like one really right. i don't even think it matters that. if the kids well of course it does remember it but but it doesn't mate because what if i turned up right to a strip club with um and listen i'm a massive fan of strip clubs they're, they're you know they they provide great entertainment it's the same as taking it's your kid mate it's the same if you take your kid to fucking a strip club with a bird with all her tits out and funny out and all that sort of stuff it is, it is, it is the it's same, the same it, You know, it's not, not the, people the are not having a dig. Con- not people are not having a dig at, uh, oh, these are drag out. I mean, some people are. Some people definitely are. Some, some people, people are just like homophobic. But I'm sorry, like, if you take your kid to that, where a geezer's gyrating in a fong with his, where you can pretty much, she's willy being all like provocative and stuff like that. That's, that's perverted, man. And that's no place for a kid. I don't, I, I, like, I, what I would say is... Listen, by all means, when you have a kid, if you ever have a kid, you fucking take your kid to that. Well, no, but it, it's not for me, is it? Like, it's, it's not It's not like... Seems, just because, seems just, like it just, is just, just because I don't necessarily see a huge problem with it doesn't mean that I want to do it myself. What I'm saying is in the context, you're t- comparing it to a strip club, right? In the context of a strip club, the strip club is for 
basically like the context of a strip club is men want to see naked women. It's very sexualized. The whole thing of that is completely sexualized and completely like about men desiring naked women. In the context of this, it's a bunch of mums sat around watching a bit of entertainment on a Saturday morning. How do you know there's not a dad there getting his dick hard? Well, I mean, if there was, <laughs> yeah, like if 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 like the like you know, like I think I'm sure they do it. Like, they're vetting the people that are coming through. But, Mate, like, I don't know if they are. It's like town hall. Like every photo I've Look, seen. Hold on, right? Go up this one. Okay, so right, there's, there's another this picture one here. is. This one is... So there's another picture here of a woman. She's so like... So woman in, she, has she, got she, her... See, see, that for me, even she's, she's holding up a girl, that that for me is... is is that. That's too I much. I mean, part of me thinks... Let me explain part, it to the audience. But, but part of my... Fi- yeah, our, so, so explain to the audience what's happening so, there. So it's, so it's a woman who's essentially naked. She's wearing a thong and she's got like... Um, she's got love stickers lo- over her tits. She's got love stickers over her nipples, right? And so she's, she's naked. She, she's lifting up what's probably about a three, four-year-old girl. She's lifting her up and having a bit of fun with her, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not like <laughs> But yeah, and you, you have a problem with that as well. That's... I just think that's... Listen, part of me thinks, right, these mums that take, they're all fucking wrong-uns, right? <laughs> but they are. Let's have it right. They're fucking wrong-uns who just, and part of me thinks, do you know what? Actually, you're a wrong-un. You take your kid to it, your kid's going to end up a fucking wrong-un as well. Fill your boots, right? You're just going to be one of them weird fucking families that no one wants to knock about with. That's fine. But then actually, the sensible person to me is like, they're kids, man. They they need a level of protection mm. okay. to, to not be exposed to this sort of but, but stuff. But what I'm saying is like as as like a But like, I'm all for drag. Take them to a drag show. hundred percent. Basically But don't but when they start getting their kit off, I'm sorry, that's no place for a kid. Yeah, it's I no mean, place for to, a kid. To, to, to like, me, like that, to I me, don't like see anything li- wrong with that, really. All these babies here, right? Yeah, they're not going to have any fucking memory of this. You know what I mean? This is for the mums. Like, you know, there's stand-up. They do stand-up shows. Baby, but I, baby I, I almost, mate, shows. I almost think that is, that is irrelevant. A kid should not be in an atmosphere where someone is getting, where someone who they don't know is getting naked and gyrating and being a bit sexual and doing BDSM stuff. That that that's that. It doesn't matter if they're going to remember it or not. Would you Would you agree with that, Sam? Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think what he's doing is like sexualized though. That's acrobatics, for example. Okay. That geezer there. I mean, he's wearing a pair of high heels. He's wearing a pair of high heels. <laughs> yeah, Does I make mean, it a little bit kinky, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, like, the big know, the big issue is matey boy here. Him, Look, <laughs> he's matey boy here. He's doing a fucking handstand. He's cock. His balls could come out any time. I just think. The <laughs> kid should not be exposed to that. To, uh, in, in the same sort of thing that you said, like to me, it's kind of like to each their own, isn't it? You want to bring your fucking kids to that. that if you yeah, want your kids to be a fucking weirdo, fill your boots. Is part of my mentality. Part of my mentality it's, is actually you've got to give them a little bit of protection before <laughs> they turn into a full blown fucking weirdo, like you, the fucking mum and dad. There's a disconnect, isn't there? Because you're seeing it as something completely sexual. That's the problem. Whereas these people are just seeing it as, oh, we're just performing. There's no, there's no sexual element to anything that we're doing. What it comes down to, Sally, right, is you have a kid. Are you taking them to a performance where either a man, a woman, non-binary, whatever, is getting their kit off? Me, per- no. me personally, no. 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 Me personally, no. no. Because but- you know why? Because this- you know why, Sal? Because you've got morals and you know you got common sense, mate. I just—it's just not to my taste, isn't it? You know, it's just not to my taste. No, to bring a child I mean you only be to, to your like certain a... taste if you're fucking Prince Andrew, maybe, <laughs> right? 
I just think that it's it's a bit more nuanced than being like that's they're half naked. That's no, wrong. No, I see. I don't think it is, mate. I, I, think I, it I, is. I understand you're trying to come with it from an intellectual angle, but actually, I think it's it's just black and white, isn't it? You don't put a kid in a situation where full grown adults are getting their kit off. That that is that. I, I think. Uh, I think. Yeah. I, I think. I think maybe in, especially in this what this instance with a guy who's who's pretty much you know like just he's just wearing a thong. He's upside down. I mean, he like, might have just been getting carried away playing devil's advocate. He might have been getting carried away there. The other fucking ones are like, we told him not to get his cock out. <laughs> the cock's not out. I mean, I can see his cock. <laughs> Go and have a look. Oh come on, man! Yeah, but like, yeah, uh, look, look, I, like, I completely like. Is what is the need for him to be in a thong there? I completely look. I completely see your side of the argument. You're saying like, look, it's too much, too soon for these kids to be exposed to that kind of thing. But when you look at like, you know, stuff like, for example, that um, Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion song that came out a couple of years ago, the Wet Ass Pussy. That music video is on TV, and like little kids will be watching that. If my and- kids watching that, I'll, I'll. Change it over. You'd you change that over, like say, so you. I would, like I would change old, it over, but no, I'll tell you. But listen, that, like, seeing that on telly or whatever, I'm sure that might be after Watershed, right? For one, and, no, and I two, don't think it is, two, but... I'm not taking them to a fucking Cardi B concert when she's gone, fucking. Yeah, like can't I mean, remember, can't remember the lyrics. Right, but yeah. okay. <laughs> let's get some of the lyrics up. <laughs> We're getting off track here, right? No, no, let's get some of the lyrics up. <laughs> I just want to prove my point. Look, I get it, but that's different, though, isn't it? Like, look, what I'm saying is—it's not different, though. I'm saying it's the same. The lyrics side of it is—I'm saying visually. I'm not going to take—I'm not going to take my kid to a show when these are the lyrics to Cardi B. So this is not me having a pop at the drag acts. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Certified freak, seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull out game week. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking want some wet ass pussy? Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, N word. Catch a <laughs> catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want a ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look at my eyes. Get the point. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Listen. I'm yeah. not taking my son to see that. He's not. Re- yeah. By all means, when he's 16, let's fucking go see that. Daddy wants to see that and all. I'll teach you about the birds and the bees. But you got to get to the right age first. Yeah. But I just want to say um, one thing I'd leave this on is that um, Salvatore's views are not the views of, of that Josh James <laughs> show. Okay. They are his own views. Look, um, I'm, I'm a liberal guy, right? I, I, I don't necessarily think that this is something that would interest me or that, but I don't also don't think that people no, should but be like, fair, I think I'm quite liberal. Like I'm really easy. Like, like I said, I would, I would love to take my kids, even, you know, my son or whatever to a, to a, to a, you know, I want I've got to be honest, I'm a bit old school. I'd like him to be into boxing and football. If he's into a drag act, I'd go watch him. I'd take him to a drag act. It's fun. You know, mm. it's a great performance with their clothes on. It's great. Like I said, I was brought up on Lily Savage. Lily Savage is a fucking legend. Love all, I honestly love drag acts. I think they're great fun. They're hilarious. They're great, but you know, it's a great art form. But when you're taking your clothes off and you, you're doing all sorts of sexualized dance moves, that's no place for a kid, man. That's no place for a kid. But yeah, I guess the, my point is like that they're fucking like eight months old, 10 months old. They're not remembering this. You know what I mean? They're not going to go, oh yeah, I fucking was really scarred as an eight month old. 
It's for the mums, really, isn't it? It's for the mums. Being a mum's fucking tough, right? You just want to, you know, blow off some steam sometime. Something that's like advertised to them to go, oh, you can actually bring your kid to this. Oh, sweet, yeah. They come along. That kid's not fucking bothered whether some geezer's upside down, like half naked. You know what I mean? Like, this, it's really just entertainment for no, the mums. No, but kids, because kids, kids are, there. are fucking stupid, man. They, their brains are not fully developed yet. You need yeah, to protect them. So if their them. brains are not fully developed yet, then they're not going to fucking remember some geezer in a thong, are they? That's not the point. I think you're missing the point, man. You've got to protect kids from this stuff. Yeah. I do, like but, I said, go to a, dra- a drag show is, is great. I think that's a great idea, actually. I think that's a brilliant idea. But when they start taking their kit off, it's no place for a kid. And I think that's where we're in it. You look like a drag act because they've always got fucking... Mm, nice big beard. Beards, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. What would your drag name be? Um, you know, they've always got clever, quite quite, quite witty drag names, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. Mia Tanoveg. Yeah, Mia Tanoveg. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Mia Tandnoveg. Yeah. Mia Tandnoveg. Yeah, yeah, cool. That'd be yours, yeah. Yeah, I'm up for that. Mate, I'd fucking do drag acts. With that. Actually, my sister used to dress me up as a, as a uh, yeah, girl when I was younger. to me as well. I'll tell you, let me find a picture. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't mind her dressing me up. It was when she f- used to force me to suck men off. That's when... Uh... Yeah, that surprised me. <laughs> uh, That's where I'd draw the line. <laughs> where is she? There she is. Yeah, my sister used to dress me up as well. I, I was oh, both quite damaged from those experiences, I imagine. That's the fact, that's what happens when you got an older sister, though, isn't it? Get an older sister, they just use you as like a like, get on like, this one. like another one of their toys. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, spot on, isn't it? That's fucking spot on. <laughs> You look like you look like a prostitute. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're sucking off the fucking, sucking <laughs> off the fucking the dragon. Yeah, but no, but the, the I'm gonna, listen. For kids. I used to. He's going through this. Listen, I used, to, I used to, I used to sort of encourage her to do it because, because, because people would find it funny. I was all just for the laughs, man. I was all for like let's just let's have. I wanted to make people laugh, so I knew if I dressed up like that. Like people would find it funny. Right. I'm sending it to myself. Fuck off. Have you sent it to yourself? No, you We've got to put that out. Oh, maybe think about putting that out. No, we have to put that out. What have you fucking done here? No, you put that out. Okay. We've got to put that out. We've got to show. That's, uh, I mean... That's sexy, isn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> right. You, you know what you look like. Hold on, let me... <laughs> right, I'm not being... Let me, just, let me have a look. Let me have a look. You look like... <laughs> you, look like you look like a proper trashy mum. <laughs> yeah. You look like a trashy mum. To be like... honest, I look like my mum there. <laughs> you look like... You know everyone like in like primary school, so everyone had that one mate whose mum, you know, was a little bit of a tart. <laughs> You look like that. That's fucking jokes, isn't it? That's fucking funny. Anyway, I think that's it for another episode of that Josh James show. We've got to put that out. Okay, we'll... No, we have to put that out. Because we get... This is... is, I'm getting complaints recently from people on the podcast saying... 
because we, we don't do video yeah video is coming it is coming soon but because we're not doing video there's certain elements of the podcast where we're talking about something the audience can't see it and they're getting annoyed that they can't see it now they're gonna there's gonna be riots in the street if people don't get to see that fucking photo <laughs> i fuck myself for that um maybe could be one for Maybe people like pay a subscription for that sort of shit, for that sort of hard content. Yeah. But anyway, there are some people that pay for fucking that type of content. Definitely, They're that's uh, that's called, a grinder. Called nonsense. Right. <laughs> what a way to end the show. Um, thank you once again to the producer, top producer in the game, Salvatore Bacconi, aka the Italian Stallion. Thank you so much. Uh, just want to say a big thanks again to Kettle Club for sponsoring the podcast. We're really chuffed to have you guys on board. Um, don't forget if you get in touch with Kettle Club you get 15% off of polishing if you quote uh, polishing of your watch if you quote that Josh James show reminder um, make sure to subscribe on Spotify on Apple Podcasts to the show right so that you don't miss an episode and make sure to write rate it five stars on spotify five stars on apple podcasts share this podcast with your friends with your family keep them sharing it to your stories we are continuing to grow and it's just all off our own backs and we're really chuffed with how it's going so thank you so much thanks to sal again and we will see you all next week Bye.